So, hello and welcome to Quarantined Ponderings. I'm Ollie. I'm Ali. Yes, our names are Ali Ollie. It's it's never not going to be weird to say that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but the whole like background of this is one, I'm bored because I've been isolating for almost two weeks now and I'm running out of things to do. But mm. also, Quarantined Ponderings is like... It's kind of our thoughts during the quarantine. But if this takes off, then afterwards, it's thoughts that we have quarantined in our mind and then discussed together, if yeah. that makes sense. I feel like there was there was logic to my to my madness. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> there, there very rarely is. But I think this time I give it some decent thought. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but the whole point of it is we actually haven't... How, when was the last time we saw each other? It's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been, it's been like, like a week and a half. definitely been over a week. Yeah, yeah it's been a, like a week and a half. Um, we're in London, by the way, so it, it puts into context because it's this weird situation where everybody's in quarantine at the same time. It's not like mm. it's not like just something's happening in London and we're talking about it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, like exactly. Th- that's that's what's so strange about this whole situation. I mean, mm. I'm not going to go down a conspiracy theory route because you told me <laughs> I wasn't allowed to. <laughs> But to think that we're all forced to stay at home, no one can go to work unless you're a key worker, obviously. Yeah. Um, because somebody ate a bat and caught a weird virus off it. It's just, it's mm. kind of like a movie script. It doesn't seem like it's real life. But anyway, here we are, chilling in my PJs on a Saturday at three o'clock, drinking scotch by myself. Mm. It's it's a strange it's a strange thing to be going through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good excuse to be lazy. Um, it's yeah, it's it's a fun one, and like anybody listening to this would probably be going through the same thing. Um, I'm guessing. Yeah. I'm guessing. There, I mean, there's not many places in the world where like you don't have a lockdown going on right now. Yeah, um, and if it is quarter to four, wherever you're chilling right now, mm. pour yourself a glass of scotch, <laughs> like me. Yeah, yeah. Take it easy, you yeah. know. Take it easy. Um, Put your feet up. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah read a book. Um, as you know, watch some I have YouTube. read so many books. I'm scared I'm going to run out of books to read. I'm just revisiting books I've already read. I think I'm reading Hemingway for like the 55th, 55th, yeah. 55th time. You know, my English is starting to become concerning how bad are my you, ability to string just, a sentence is. <laughs> are you just talking in like Spanish at home or something? No, I don't really talk Spanish that much. Unless I'm bitching about someone when I'm outside and I don't want them to understand me. But that's gone wrong mm. for me various times. Yeah. Because yeah, there's too many Spaniards in London. They need to get back home. JK. <laughs> My surname is Rodriguez. I'm one of you. <laughs> yeah, we just start this podcast. First, we're going to get into conspiracy <laughs> theories. Then we're going to tell Spanish people then, to go back home. And uh, Yeah, you don't want to go back to Spain now, guys. Corona's worse there than it is here. Yeah, for now. I mean, I think London's going to be up there, you know. I think, I mean, America, they like to be first in everything. So they're definitely first for this. Um, yeah. Can't trust China's numbers. Um, it's like a Chinese buffet, you know. Do you trust the hygiene or do you not? <laughs> <laughs> no, I never do. I know too many people have had food poisoning in Chinese buffets. Me too. I've been there, man. Like, I love Chinese food and I love Asian food. But look, an Indian, an Indian curry is probably going to mess up your stomach. Chinese food probably does the same, like... It's the same stuff, man. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I got a parasite in Vietnam. My stomach cannot cope with most things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, so we kind of thought the whole point of this podcast was kind of just like, I want to say date night, but I hate that expression because one, mm. it cringes me out. I just hate it in general. And two, dating, in my mind, 
is what people do when they get to know each other before they kind of get into a relationship. Mm. I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, but that's kind of like my perception of dating. And um, we, we've gone past that phase. We have, ugh, I was going to say we're in a committed relationship, which is true, but it sounds cringe anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I've kind of just come, I've come to terms with the fact that you're an ass. It's fine. It's, <laughs> I got to know that about you and I accept not, it. <laughs> you know, you're not lying to yourself anymore. You're yeah, not. I'm like, you know what? He's not, is he going to change? Probably not. You just have to accept it. <laughs> yeah, if I, get him to, if I get to know him more, I'll change him. That's like every exactly. girl's dream, isn't it? I will fix him and he will be perfect and he won't be like my dad who treated me horribly. Like, it's like this... It's <laughs> Way like, to bring daddy issues into it. <laughs> Yeah, this podcast, you know, it's already off the rails at this point, man. Can't pretend. Yeah, we... <laughs> this isn't going to be on BBC tomorrow, man. No, for they're sure. Not, they're not going to air won't. this to, like, calm the nation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we are the two least, like, calming people. You are very statistic-driven. Like, you, if you want to go to you for news, you will give everyone the doom and gloom straight away. Yep. You're not going to tell me a nice story. You will just lay down all the numbers and make yep. me feel like shit. It's the Middle Eastern Whereas- in me. Yeah, whereas me, I just don't know how to comfort people. <laughs> I'm really bad at not a comforting presence. Like, just bear in mind, mm. even last week, um, even though I was quite sick last week, like, I'd just come home from the hospital after having some surgery. So anyway, but my mum's friend, or a family friend, she mm. got cheated on by her husband, and he left them. And this Jesus. woman comes to our house, and she's she's crying in the dining room, and I'm literally chilling on the sofa, high as a kite, on, like, Lord knows how many different opioids. <laughs> <laughs> and this woman is just crying whilst everyone I don't know what my parents are doing but they were like cleaning the kitchen or tidying something and I'm alone with this crying middle-aged woman whose Whoa, husband what time did she show up? Like, it was she... the afternoon but I was I was <laughs> I was high I was, <laughs> I was on a lot of morphine so I think it was morphine I don't even know what I was taking but it made me feel fuzzy and um, I didn't even think to give her a hug <laughs> <laughs> I've been told multiple times that was wrong of me. I should I should have hugged her, but I I panic in situations where people are crying and I don't know what to say. I don't know what the right thing to say is a lot of the time. And I'm mm. the kind of person I always like to know that what I'm saying is correct. <laughs> mm. It's like a perfectionist trait. So if I don't know what to say, I'll just sit there uncomfortably and pray you stop crying. Did she show up like crying like at the door? You no, open no, the no. door. So my my parents picked her up because she lives quite far away and their kids. And then she just came over and she didn't cry straight away. But every time she'd like talk about the whole situation, which was most of the day, yeah, she she would tear up. This is so confusing me to me. Like, did she t- call your parents and say, yo, I want to I got to talk to you about this cheating business or did she? Yeah, pretty okay. much. Oh, yeah, she okay. kind of called my mum and said, it kind of explained the whole situation. And next thing I know, she's over with her kids and I didn't want to bring it up. I don't. Want to, I didn't actually talk to anyone because that's hella awkward, man. Are the kids yeah, like I'm, old? I'm not designed. For, I think one of them's seventeen and one of them's fifteen. Oh, that makes yeah, it quite... so much worse. Because if yeah, they're like six was... years old, right? You're. I mean, I don't know if I'm just mean to six year olds, but I'm. I don't. I don't. You're mean see... to most children. I am. I don't see them as human yet. I just see them as like just just moving around. You know, they're just like. Which is strange to me because babies generally like you more than they like me. Yeah, kids like me, man. I think I treat... I think it's... You probably... Just because you have a stupid face. They just find it funny. <laughs> the thing is, I think I treat children like... I, I, I make it a goal. I treat children like an adult. Because I remember actually being seven. And I remember people... In my brain, I had like a little list of... 
like that uncle is the one who like speaks to me in a high pitched voice and like mm. pulls my cheek and says the same thing like oh you're growing up you look cute like it's like I'm not a pet man like I remember feeling like belittled so like when I talk yeah. to a kid I'm just like you know how's life going you're right like like I would just talk to like an 18 year old so I think kids oh, wow. I think kids respect that man and I think even though this goes completely yeah, see, I don't against know how what to talk I was saying. to children <laughs> Yeah. That's my problem. Like toddlers are fine because you can just like babble shit at them and they'll just find it funny. Mm. Um, it's like a weird age from like seven to twelve. I don't know what to say to them. I don't know what kind of con- like I don't know what they watch on TV. I told you the story about our next door neighbor who knocked on our door crying. I don't know why all of my stories are someone coming over crying. <laughs> <laughs> but this kid, he was like eleven, yeah, ten or eleven, shows up at our door crying, and I open the door and I'm like what the hell why are you crying why are you here yeah and um it's because his mum hadn't come home yet so he thought she was dead she wasn't i'll just clear that up right now she's fine and um <laughs> yeah i don't know what to say he just sat there because i said oh you can wait here till your mum comes he just sat there sobbing and i didn't know what to say to this kid i didn't know what to ask him so i just mm-hmm. asked if he liked the simpsons and he just looked at me like no and i was like oh yeah, that's like, the end of my question. <laughs> I don't know what else to say to you, mate. Yeah, I hope she's fine. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why you're so awkward around like, uh, like emotional people. Yeah, I yeah, think I, I think can't maybe, deal with them. Yeah, maybe you overthink it too much. Like um, at that moment, you're just trying to like distract him or like um, provide some sort of like entertainment through like dialogue or. And yeah, but then I've got a very dark sense of humor, so I'd probably say the wrong thing. Hmm. Yeah, I'd probably that's just like true. paint a very vivid picture of his mother in a ditch or something. That's kind of more what I would do. <laughs> yeah, that, that wouldn't work out, man. Yeah, also, and then I'd end up saying, by the way, we won't adopt you either. I don't want an extra child. <laughs> also, like, no, I don't know how old this kid was. I forgot. Was he like 10, 12, right? I think he was 10 or 11, something like that. Yeah, he was no, still in primary school. Yeah, no 11 year olds watching The Simpsons in 2019, 2020. Like, Simpsons is a dead meme by, by now, man. It's an well, old, I don't know. It's an old man's show by now. He didn't want water. That was my first thing. I think if you feed someone, it keeps their mouth busy so you don't have to talk to them. But he didn't want to eat. Damn. <sighs> I know. It's so rough. Yeah. I mean, there's so many questions now. Like, um, the cheating husband woman. Like, uh, now that we're in lockdown in London, like, is the guy living with it's her or is he living no, with his No, so mistress? he's gone to his mum's. <laughs> His mum's sadder. Yeah, mom's. right. Yeah, 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 yeah right. <laughs> Well, his also mom's. he claims. <laughs> yeah, his mum's. But I think I think the mistress had a husband as well. I mean, this I don't is... know what their situation is going. I mean, you know, the government in the UK, if for anybody who's not from England, they they just flat out said like you either move in with your partner at this point in time or you don't see each other. And this is exactly yeah. why we're doing this podcast because I'm not seeing exactly. each other. <laughs> we're not seeing each other for the foreseeable future. I don't, I'm not that against it, you know. Oh, great. Yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> because like, think of it this way. You're more of a hugger and like a touchy person. And I'm like, I, if I could touch you with a stick, it'd probably be better. Um, mm. So this is like, hey, I'm kind of all for the social distancing thing. And the two meter rule. I say we should implement that all the time. We don't need to be in a global pandemic to to tell people to stay the fuck away from me just don't come close yeah but it just it's not possible like we have so many people in this little circle we just need to start sending mm. people away like go to manchester or something go to a different city 
I mean, I'm well, not going to do it. that was my whole theory with coronavirus. I thought it was just a way to get rid of the old and be sick. Yeah, I'm not going to lie, though. I'd rather get coronavirus than live in Manchester. I mean, the place is a right shit. <laughs> I've not been to Manchester. <laughs> You're such a snob. <laughs> Anybody? Honestly... Look, I've lived in Pakistan, and when I call Manchester a shithole, that's a real shithole. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my sister went to Manchester. She really liked that. She wanted to move that for a bit. Yeah, your sister was drunk or high or something, man. She, there is no way. Birmingham's even worse. I think she just wants to get away from my parents. <laughs> <laughs> she'll, she'll take her. She, she considered Liverpool once, and that's even worse. Yeah, it's honestly like, you know, when you're going to university, a lot of times you want to choose a university outside of the city just so you can get away and live at uni and have a little yeah. like independent experience. Um, so I don't yeah, blame you and I that. never went down that route, did we? No, my university is like in central London. So we both stuck close to home. <laughs> yeah, I was very close to uh, moving into uni. Um, like I got the apartment, I got the like the tenancy agreement and everything paid 100 pounds as a deposit. And then just I just looked at it, and, and because my uni's in central London, it was like nine and a half thousand for eight months of rent. And I was just like, dude. Jesus. I was like, I don't know if I can. But you would be living on, like, the Thames. You would be living, like, on the bridge um, right in central. But still too expensive for a tiny room. I couldn't do it. Exactly. And you wouldn't have met me. So it's like everything worked out true. for a reason. Yeah, true. Honestly, yeah. I mean, the way I thought about it in the moment, it was like three years of rent or it's like a Tesla in terms of like cost. I was just like, I can't do this. Like, I can't pay that yeah. much. I mean, Teslas are a lot more than nine and a half grand in eight months, but still. <laughs> yeah, but like, <laughs> uh, yeah, but by the end of my uni, including mm. some interest, I would be in the 30s. Um, so like, yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. If you look at it that way, then definitely. And right yeah, now I'd be screwed. Good. You don't want to be in central London with all this coronavirus going around. It's the last place you want to be. Yeah, exactly. Someone had a plan for you. I don't really believe in God or anything like that, but if he exists, he was looking out for you. Yeah, I saw this really funny video of this Iranian guy, and he's uh, this like bearded guy. He's called a mullah, which is like the priest, I guess. And um, he's like, you know, we're gonna do this congregation thing with uh, two hundred and fifty thousand Muslims coming to this one place, and we're gonna do this big Muslim event um, in mm. March. So like literally like two weeks ago, and he was like, you know, if uh, coronavirus can't kill us it's god's plan everything's planned you know there's no way this virus can kill us we're believers of allah and everything and then the news story it's like this news anchors reading it and she goes later oh yeah you sent me this yeah. one didn't you it was so yeah. funny she goes like four days later that man was found dead in his apartment from coronavirus <laughs> it's just like <laughs> <laughs> i know it's mean but i love i love the irony of that story <laughs> yeah me too <laughs> Uh, it's amazing but yeah no this whole like i know we're technically we're not in lockdown though people keep saying lockdown but bojo not once did he say the word lockdown he just kind of further made the self-isolation and social distancing rules a little bit stricter but he never said mm. lockdown yeah which and i still think i know you told me that in india and pakistan they're using they the police kind of beat people up with a stick. I think it's great. <laughs> yeah, me I'm too. all for that plan. Actually, I think we should up them. And instead of a stick, you, like, they hit them with a shoe. Because think about it. When you were a kid and you, kn- you knew your mum was going to beat the shit out of you because you were in trouble. Mm. Do you know when she holds that gaze with you and she's taking the shoe off her own foot <laughs> and she's about to beat you with it? Like the shame. Yeah. It causes more shame than if someone just like, whacks a, a stick out and beats yeah. you with it. It's someone maintaining eye contact 
I'm flip-flopping the shit out of you <laughs> till you admit you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, and somehow, like, all of our moms, like, none of them became, like, a successful sports player, but, like, the accuracy <laughs> with which that shoe they flew at the you, They have the skill. Man. Yeah. Honestly. No, see, the shoe never flew at me. Really? It was used, like, just directly slapped across my face. Nah, man. It was a flip-flop, though. Honestly, like, the aerodynamics of, like, my mom's heel going through the air. <laughs> yeah, but your mom even scares me, man, and she's small. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. can imagine the slap on her being mighty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true, man. Honestly, yeah. I mean, about the lockdown. Your mum should be used to kill Corona. <laughs> yeah, she should fight <laughs> she it. She should just go out there. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, Beats this it whole... with a wooden spoon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're we're in like this really like it's kind of pathetic. Like the lockdown is like the police can find you, but they can't really prove. You're lying but the funny thing the is, we have time. a shortage of police officers. So really, <laughs> how are they going to catch you? Yeah, and like, um, I w- they so the government says you you should go for a walk, uh, or go out to get food once a day max. And like, I went out for a walk, and it's just people keep walking up to me, and uh, th- yeah, like it's disgusting. Like I have couples coming over and holding hands and just walking by me. It's like no go to the other side of the road or the trail or yeah i saw that the other day actually but it was before we kind of went on this alleged lockdown it was on Mm. monday so it hadn't been announced yet um and i went for a walk with my mate and then we just see this couple like full-on slobbering all over each other in the park i'm like one that's disgusting to do that in public get a room but Mm. two come on man it's (laughs) covid lives in your spit stay away yeah man and it's like um I just don't like I don't think it's I guess it comes down to how pessimistic or optimistic you are but I think most yeah, we're people both pessimistic. Yeah, I think most people will agree like the general public is just shit. Like you you have to treat them like babies. It sucks but yeah, you just they need can't. to be mummied. Yeah, you uh, it's it really sucks. I don't want my right to walk outside taken away, but you just have to do that. You just have to take the right to walk outside away from people. Otherwise, it's going to yeah. keep going on. Like I saw people having a picnic like 2 days ago. Um, yeah, it's ridiculous. It's beyond ridiculous. It's um like this morning, I had to go to the pharmacy and then I had to queue up because they only let three people in at a time. And the queue was so long, it was there for over an hour. But I really had to go. So I wasn't going to leave. But yes, they're limiting the amount of people in the shop so that it doesn't become overcrowded and people can respect the two meter rule. Fine. Yeah. But then there were so many people that nobody could fit properly in the queue outside. So everyone was kind of like hunched together. So the two meter rule was like went out the window because everyone's just trying to squeeze in to make sure to identify that this is the queue for the pharmacy. Because then there was another queue for M&S and another mm. queue for, I don't know what other shop, it was another supermarket. I think it was Lidl. Mm. It's ridiculous. I feel like we should be, if we are allowing people a right to go to supermarkets or to go to pharmacies and that kind of thing, they should be given time slots. Like there should be an app or a system or something that says, okay, you can go between 10, 13, 11. And there's only like X amount of people that can go in because the store is only however many square feet big. Yeah, I, I agree. And I... that's that's a way of limiting the amount of people that go out because everyone goes out at once. And there's only three shops open in this whole retail park because the rest of them are, are clothes shops. So they're not mm. um, the ones that are allowed to be open. There's a word for it that I can't think of right now. Yeah, I mean, everybody's but like competing packed. right now. It was heaving. Yeah, like everybody's competing right now. Like uh, somebody listening to this in a different country, they might be thinking, you know, England's kind of dumb. Like their country might be doing it better than us or worse. Yeah, like, Japan's the ones who are on it. 
They're always one of them. You know what? I was thinking about it today. What do you think of Japan's lying about their numbers because they didn't want the Olympics canceled? And because the Olymp- maybe the Olympics, they finally agreed to canceling the Olympics yesterday. And yesterday, mm-hmm. they found 22 new cases in Tokyo, which they think is going to be a super event. So it's like, this is too oh. convenient, lads. Like, um, yeah, that's you true. Hiding? I think of it that way. Yeah. You're quite cynical. <laughs> Honestly, like, I guess, yeah, I guess it, it all comes down to, like, I think there's, like, a little guy in me who's, like, you know, big government, go away. Where's my guns? You know, everything's a yeah. conspiracy, you know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I think, yeah, I, 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 do, I do think, like, people are lying about their numbers. I think some places Probably. are way more screwed than they are, for sure, man. Yeah. And now this might be quite controversial. I, it was actually, I was funnily talking about it with my parents and my sister yesterday. My sister agreed with me. Um, but you know that we did the whole applauding for the NHS on mm. Thursday? It was Thursday at 8pm, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Like, that's all well and good. I did go out and, and I clapped as well. Mm. But it's kind of a smack in the face or a bit patronising, isn't it? Like, this is a job they do all the time. Like they're always on the front line. It's not just because of the global pandemic that they've been like brought out to do this. Mm. And generally speaking, a lot of people are very impatient with the NHS. Prescriptions take too long. Getting an appointment with your GP takes too long. Most people generally have a bit of a negative view towards it. Like, oh, it takes forever. Or I've been on the waiting list for so long. Or I was so rushed when I went to the GP. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, everyone's on their streets banging on pots and pans making noise for the nhs mm. but nobody and you've got boris and this is what kind of i'd say was the biggest slap in the face with boris and the royal family and everyone's showing themselves um cheering mm. why haven't now why has nobody spoken of a pay rise for these people who've literally have some of them have done 48 hour shifts which is superhuman in my opinion yeah that's crazy and all, I mean, and I mean, all that's, they're worthy he... of is 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 a clap <laughs> yeah it's it's kind of like i mean if you think about it what happens to like you know soldiers who come back from a war? You know, like um, yeah, you salute them and you clap and cheer. Maybe they get like a veterans discount at a shop, um, and yeah. it's like, what happens in the end? You know, um, it's yeah. I I kind of get your point. I mean, it's I'm like, are they really feeling appreciated because we clapped for them? No, I don't think they are. I think I I yeah. don't think they feel appreciated because a lot of new news articles you look up. Everything they're saying, the government's not actually doing. Like, Boris Johnson didn't actually lock down the country. And, like, now... I I hate when people keep saying lockdown. We're not on lockdown. No, we're not. And this is his fault. Like, we should have locked down... Like, the whole point of seeing Italy get way worse before us, the whole advantage we had was that we could have acted differently. Yet we just didn't. We just kept acting the same. We closed pubs, like, a week ago. And you really, yeah, it was you a week really, last Friday, on Friday, wasn't it? Yeah, you really think closing pubs in a city like London is like that's it? We've done it. Like that's that's it. Pubs and restaurant. Once you've done that, the biggest it's issue fine. right now though is still construction workers are still allowed. Like it's not specifically key workers who no. are the only ones allowed to work. It's everyone. A lot of people are still commuting into work. Mm. Um, and yeah, the public transport is st- rush hour is still super busy. Mm-hmm. you keep seeing the, the the news images of everyone kind of crammed together in the carriage like normal mm-hmm. but yeah i don't know i just thought if we are only allowing key workers to go to work then somehow shouldn't the government be able to pay for taxis for them and give the taxi drivers protective equipment to protect themselves mm-hmm. but then and shut down tfl because i'm sure lots of people are using tfl because they don't have a car to get to shops and yeah that kind of thing. Like, I don't think everyone is using it because everyone's a key worker. Like, yeah. the list of key workers is quite small. <laughs> yeah. I think we're going to get there. I think we're actually um, going to get there 
way sooner than we think. Like maybe I'm gonna maybe sound maybe now dumb. that Boris has Corona, he's he, he <laughs> might start acting faster. <laughs> I mean, the thing I is, I love Boris generally. Like I know you don't, but I, I do. Don't. I don't. But um, yeah, I don't know. I've just I've, some of his some of the stuff lately has been a bit like, come on, we've seen this coming. Yeah, he's been very weak, and like uh, mm. he keeps projecting himself as a man of like strength and like. You know, being strong is like taking an action, like whatever. I mean, you think the economy is that important that you can't lock down a country? It's like, okay, we'll see what happens in a week when there's like 30,000 cases here and the economy is going to take a hit anyways. Um, Like there's just countries doing it better, like Canada, um, you know, South South Korea is just one of the best examples, just doing it way better than us. Um, Mm. I think we'll see what happens. People don't understand what exponential means. And I think I think Matt's classes failed a lot of people. Like like the fact that Yeah, I was one of them. <laughs> yeah, like the fact that we had two and a half thousand cases yesterday means in like a week we're looking at like a massive increase. Um Well yeah, because the problem is the virus doesn't move. It's us moving the virus. We keep transporting it. Mm. So we just need to have all of those rights withdrawn, like there has to be we're in the 21st century we're in such a modern age there should be a way with people get, i mean i know online delivery shopping services are limited because a lot of people are trying to put more slots in mm. but surely there's a better system to getting food to people even if it means ra- not we don't really have to ration because there's more than enough for the amount of people mm-hmm. but there just needs to be a better system to stop people leaving their homes yeah because people are making a day of it like okay yes i need to go shopping and i've only been shopping once this week for example this is just a hypothetical scenario Mm. but i'm going to be out for three hours (laughs) and in that time i've come into contact with 27 different people yeah and i'm a carrier i don't know i'm a carrier but i'm a carrier yeah it's just like there needs to be a system where specific people are given protective equipment and food can be delivered there just needs i don't know what kind of system we need but something needs to change because yeah we're going to be in this for the long run and by the time i see you we'll probably be old and gray (laughs) (laughs) yeah legit man like my dad um he's in the healthcare industry and he had to talk with some people at uh, imperial and um they've been doing some great studies and imperial's been like doing amazing studies in predicting imperial's a university if anybody doesn't know they're doing like predictive studies into like how long this thing will last how long it will take and their worst case scenario which isn't even that unlikely is looking at december 2021 is when this thing might be over um with the way 21? we're going yeah they're looking at oh my god they're looking at they're saying a big surge is going to come in july like a resurge of this virus and then a big resurge will come in October and then yeah. it will keep fizzling out from there onwards with smaller resurges uh, until December 2021. I mean, that's like... I've already cancelled two holidays as a result of this and I have a feeling that I have to cancel my third and that's heartbreaking. Yeah, I mean, it just is what it is. I mean, another bigger deal than me missing a holiday. People are dying from this, but... Yeah, I mean, selfishly, <laughs> I want to go to Bali. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it is what it is. Like, there's, yeah, there's just got to make the best of a bad situation, I guess. Yeah, everybody's going to be rushing to write a book on this one day because it's going to be like, you know, wasn't there that Netflix thing? It was a Chinese show, but where they kind of said talked about coronavirus. It was kind of going around WhatsApp for a while. I forgot what it was called. Yeah, um, I forgot what it was called as well. But it yeah, came out like so in that's why there's all these conspiracy theories about how it was a man-made virus and stuff. And like, I have my opinions on it, but me too. It's just a really strange. I just can't get over how weird it is. Like two weeks ago, my life was quite normal. Mm. <laughs> Went to work, 
nothing changed. And then it was just, I feel like it, I don't know if it just feels weirder to me than other people, but then I had my, my jaw surgery and I was so mentally busy, like for probably a good month before my jaw surgery, just making sure I finished loads of stuff, handed it over to my temp who has now left. Mm. <laughs> and yeah, then I go in for surgery one morning, wake up and my brain is empty. I've got nothing to do. Mm. And then shit, we're suddenly going on an, in inverted commas, lockdown. Yeah. So I'm just stuck at home with all these people. We keep arguing as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it's not it's not great. We, I, I'm kind of like, I, I need my space mm. as well. And I like I like commuting, as weird as that sounds. Yeah. Even though Central Line's hot and doesn't always run very well. I enjoy that time that I get, that hour in the morning and that hour in the evening where I just read my book, listen to my music and zone out. And I don't have that anymore because there's always someone talking or... I could just feel a presence near me. Just, <laughs> yeah, this whole lockdown stuff is, um, yeah, it's really, um, uh, it's like having to retool your brain in a weird way. Like a long time ago when I broke my knee, I had to sit at home for like eight months and it was just like, it took a lot of work, man. But like slowly yeah, it's torture. getting used to just sitting in the same spot. Um, yeah, I mean, this thing's going to go on for a long time. I mean, yeah. if we actually believe China's numbers um, for even a second, um, I mean, from what they're showing, they are letting people slowly back out in the yeah. streets in Wuhan. And the way they did it was just strict. You would just get sent to jail. You would get fined. You know, army was closing people's, like barricading people's doors. The army was just barricading it so you can't leave. And they were just treating everybody like a baby. Like, like we are going to slap your wrist if you try disobeying. And like, yeah, I think maybe it's the Middle Eastern in me, but like there's different approaches that work for different things. Uh, and I think this actually worked. Um, yeah, it's time, Boris, it's time to get your mom's shoe out. Yeah, it's the Slap only time. Them. Yeah, it's the only time you'll see me complimenting the Chinese government. But um, yeah, the, there's one one compliment. <laughs> hey, they make with. good sweet and sour chicken as well, you know. Yeah, they make good sweet and sour chicken. I'm sure. <laughs> um, yeah, That's man. crazy. Yeah, it's a crazy it's a crazy time to be alive. Like in every country's competing like it's like like America announced they're going to give everybody $1200 uh to deal with this and then can- Canada comes out and goes we're going to give 2000 to every Canadian. Yeah. And it's just like, "All right, guys. All right. Um Yeah, I think this is just going to I think this Damn, is going to Damn, I be- wish I was Canadian. <laughs> yeah. I think this is it too late to get my citizenship. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, man. It's going to be um, a crazy time. Some people are going to get super rich off of this. And so, and like 99% of people are just going to be like, what the hell is this? Um, but- yeah, well, because no one's job is really secure. Because, I mean, I don't I don't work in a super big company, but there's like over 100 employees. And even though it's like in a private sector, mm. um, realistically, are they going to be able to keep everyone on if this goes beyond six months? Like, a budget will eventually run out and they will start getting rid of stuff that they think can be easily replaced. And everyone's kind of like up in the air thinking, shit, am I going to keep my job? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's a real worry. I'm not going to lie. Um, mm. Yeah. A lot of people I know, they didn't have full-time jobs, but they had like summer internships lined up and they all got canceled yeah. um, because of how long this thing is going on. Oh, and, um, so yeah, man. I think, um, I think this is going to be a long, um, a long year. I, I really think. Yeah, we're going to be in it for the long haul for sure. Yeah, this summer is going to be like we're just going to have to write off this whole this whole year, this whole. Yeah. And what um, a way to kick off the new decade. K- 
can you imagine when this is all over? Let's say it takes a year, right? Let's say February next year is finally over or something. And um, the world's coming back to normal and everything. Could you imagine somebody uploads a video of them eating like a bat or something? Like the oh my gosh. the <laughs> anger. like The uproar. <laughs> if that was the Middle East, they would be shot on sight. Like, because, you know, <laughs> it probably would happen in America as well. They'd probably shoot them there, too. 100 percent, man. They're probably shooting I mean, the, every Americans bat. Americans are the people who shoot hurricanes. So. <laughs> yeah, that's Florida. Though, they're, a spe- they're a special. They're special. Florida, man. Come on. <laughs> Honestly, like, um, yeah, I think I have a weird feeling this podcast is going to be more interesting in like 10 years. It's going to be more interesting for people. It's going to be interesting as time goes on like this is gonna like Anne Frank's diary right if you read that back during the holocaust like imagine she chucked a diary from her house to like the house next door it wouldn't be interesting people would be like yeah whatever you're writing down is exactly what I'm living through too I'm also Jewish in the holocaust like what are you doing it wouldn't be a great diary but 50 years later you read it and you're like oh my god this is a great diary like you you read like yeah, it's true. perspective into a world that you never lived we in. should probably read it i'm frank again i mean i only read it quite recently like just oh, like, two years great, ago oh, it's, a, um, it's a great diary puts things into perspective for us because that poor girl had nothing they were stuck in there was it three years i think it was three years before they were found um mm. it was something like that but Something like that. But yeah, and they lived with a lot more people than we're living with right now in an attic or a loft or whatever it was. I think it was an attic. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, and they didn't have the internet that we have. They didn't get the memes that we're getting out of coronavirus. No, not at all. That's why she started writing a diary and everything, man. I mean, if I started writing a diary, it'd probably be really dark. Nobody would publish it because it'd be like, she needed help. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like... I'd probably be referred to a psychiatrist or something. It probably wouldn't end up well for me. I think I'm going to write a lot of fake books uh, when this is all over. Like, that's going to be my way of making money. I'm going to write stories like the dolphin that saved me from Corona. And I'll just write it and I'll just be like, no one can prove it. I'm, I'm lying. But I'm just going to publish it in like 20 years. And then all the younger generations of the future, they're just going to have to read it. They're going to have to take my word for it, you know? Yeah. Um, that's my plan. But um, yeah. I mean, how many generations have, have ever lived through anything like this? Um, very few. Yeah, very few. I mean, I know we had. Yeah, I've met some old generations. I just think it's 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 a story for the great grandchildren. So there you go. Yeah, I've met some old people who have lived through like wars and. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm talking about big viruses and like global pandemics because I mean, before this went insane, mm. I kept saying we've had things like this. We've had like swine flus and bird flus and all those things that kind of the media kind of blew out of proportion, mm. and then it wasn't a huge deal in the grand scheme of things yeah no never uh, did i think <laughs> it would i would be eating my words two weeks later and thinking shit yeah. i can't go outside yeah i think it's just um because the world's changed like we have like people moving around so much um yeah we have so much movement we the economy is so globalized now where so much of what like this is this all comes back to a million problems like the fact that everything's mm. made in China is a big problem. If everything wasn't made in China, maybe the economy would have been cooler with locking them down before they yeah. spread everywhere. Um, I think it's just being interconnected and global everywhere is what makes it so different. Like, I'll always think, like, mm-hmm. Ebola happened in Africa in a random spot. It wasn't exactly like a world leader in economy or anything. So, like, they, yeah. they locked it down, got rid of it, and then Ebola didn't end up killing that many people at all. Corona is, like, way past it. Uh, about yeah, like a yeah, hundred sure. times and um 
so I think I think it's a I think it's a lot of that. Um, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens when this is all over. Like we're going to have yeah. to do something. Like um, can't be risking things like this anymore. To be honest, how um, are we going to celebrate when we see each other again? If we see each other again this year, <laughs> there's only one way to celebrate: go to a Chinese buffet. <laughs> I was going to say, I can't chew yet. I hope, do you think my face will get back to normal before this is over? <laughs> That's my biggest concern. Yeah, I think in a month you should be okay. I cried about my face the other day. It was, my sister said it was quite funny. <laughs> like, I didn't realise I was this vain until it happened. And it's, every time I look in the mirror, I just see Churchill, the insurance dog. It's, it's quite an unsettling thing to see. Yeah. I mean, I love bulldogs, but I don't want to look like one. <laughs> yeah yeah for listeners it's like they're swelling in the face because of the jaw surgery right so it's like um it's like getting like puffy cheeks and puffy like chin and so you just look like a like a cauliflower or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah because before i mean not that this was much more of a compliment but i had quite a manly jaw apparently like i yeah. had a quite a prominent jawline and now it's just completely disappeared like i struggle to get my head through jumper holes and t-shirt holes mm. i have a big head anyway but with the added cheeks it's it's not a good look <laughs> <laughs> yeah um yeah it's crazy we'll see we'll see how we go on um i mean yeah we'll see how many we end up even doing of this podcast while we're in lockdown like how does this yeah because we have no idea we're just talking out of our ass right now and we're just like seeing what's going on and it's crazy man like <sighs> Yeah, it's one of the only times in history we're going to be able to all go through the same thing. Like, all of us are going yeah. through. Because even during a war, it's different, right? If you're in France, you're like, you know, the French are great and your news media is, you know, full of propaganda saying the other side's horrible. It's different. But this virus, mm. everybody's kind of mutual, except the Chinese, but everybody's mutual generally. And uh, everybody's going yeah. through the same thing and everybody's sort of like through social media sharing information and it's... um. Yeah, it's really interesting time to be alive. This is one of those one in a million. Like, the only time I thought something like this would happen would be when we find aliens. Everybody's going to be like, wow, at the same You're time. You're such an American. <laughs> we will find aliens. It's going to happen. And- Whatever. I was watching E.T. before, ironically <laughs> speaking, of little aliens. Yeah, I hope if, if they do exist, I'm not saying they do, but if they do, I hope they look like E.T. Could you imagine living in Area 51 That'd be so cute. as one of the scientists? This could be the safest time to be alive right now for them. Yeah, well, we ain't going anywhere, so... They're locked down. And who knows how much food they have. They probably have all that astronaut food, like the tubes. Ugh. They're, like, freeze-dried everything. Yeah, did you see the... <laughs> there was a rumor going around the UK. Um, it's so funny, man. People actually believe this. This is how bad it is. People thought the army's going to cook a lasagna in Wembley Stadium, which is, like, a big <laughs> football stadium. And they, some people actually believed it. And then people kept sharing voice memos like, like, uh, my girlfriend's, uh, whatever, like my girlfriend's brother's cousin. Yeah. He works at the army. He said they're going to make a lasagna. <laughs> people are so dumb. And they're going to make, the army's going to make a lasagna and then hand it out to everyone. Like, <laughs> it's so bad. People are, so- <laughs> yeah. People are the internet's special. a great place to be right now, though. Oh, yeah. The memes are great. Um, yeah, this is the quality content now, though. Honestly, this is the I think time. my dog's sick of being walked because we all keep arguing over whose turn it is to walk the dog. 
<laughs> and bless him, he's 10 today. Like, he's not much of a walker anymore. He just wants to live that chill life. Aww. So, yeah, he's not really into it. He still doesn't recognize me, and that's kind of bothering me. <laughs> he keeps barking at me. Um, yeah, but he hates being walked now because too many of us are doing it. <laughs> that's funny. I actually saw a meme about that. Um, oh, man, that is funny. Walking the poor dog. I think he um, he's probably just, he has no idea what's going on, you know? He's just chilling. No, he, he loves his life where none of us are home and he just chills with my mum all day. Mm. And now it's like, get out, everyone. Why are you all here invading my space, taking my spot? Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's a crazy, um, yeah, I wonder what, I want, yeah, it's so weird to think like um, he's got nothing to worry about. His world actually hasn't changed. It's literally just... No our species because this virus just hits us um it's kind of a weird one man. it's really strange yeah it's like when like you know all the fish are dying in the ocean from the oil spillage but you're like you know what screw them like it's not it doesn't do anything to me um yeah this is like the complete opposite where um everybody's chilling it kind of shows how fragile we are like one guy enjoying a bat just destroys like the whole, whole world like all the all the nukes we've got and yet here we are like we could we could choose bats and just make them extinct if we wanted to we could just make that decision we're yeah we we're obviously dominated as a species um we have dominated but like one batman that really that, that really sets us off i know batshit crazy <laughs> wow um, my sense of humor is gonna get really bad over the course of this isolation <laughs> i've also finished my scotch which is quite sad because it's burning my throat now and i really need some water <laughs> yeah i mean this is a podcast without like there's not really like a set thing to talk about is there they're just talking through this quarantine no. this was our again inverted commas date night because i don't know what else to call it yeah i don't know i don't know what do people i don't know we don't really have a word for when we go out we just Want to get a Weatherspoons? Yeah, okay, see you later. <laughs> yeah, I hate the whole formal, like, oh, I hate the whole, like, formality thing. Like, like, do you know yeah. what tomorrow is? Tomorrow's exactly four years from when I first saw you. It's like, fuck off, man. Tomorrow's just Tuesday. Get over it. Yeah. And We met on 9-11, though. Did we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so I can never forget that day because I just think of it. Hey, we met on 9-11. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> and for someone who loves 9-11 conspiracy theories, it's a great date to meet. <laughs> yeah, that's a very easy way to like switch off a lot of our American demographic listening to this. As soon as you get <laughs> yeah. to 9-11 conspiracy Sorry, guys. Yeah, anybody who's actually made it this far into this random new podcast, who's like, that's a true believer, anybody who makes it that far into a new podcast. It's true. Losing them at that point is disappointing, but sorry, guys. Sorry, uh-huh. we didn't mean it. <laughs> I just do generally enjoy the YouTube content that result there. What if what if the the one true religion is like this bat religion and there's this bat god out there somewhere and we just haven't discovered hey, it? If it if it's played by Christian Bale, I'm all in. <laughs> yeah, like you go read the hieroglyphics in like the Egyptian pyramids upside down and you realize, yes, the true prophecy was this, you know, like the twenty twelve thing with the Mayans, you know, they were high. Yeah. The true prophecy is like twenty twenty one when the bat god Resurfaces. Do you know what I'm really over with this whole coronavirus what? thing, though? Is the Instagram challenges people are doing. Stop tagging me in them. 
I don't want to do your stupid challenge. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to post an ugly selfie. If I want to post an ugly selfie, I will do it because I want to. Mm. I don't want to do 100 push-ups because I can't do 100 push-ups. <laughs> and just piss off. And the latest one is, but I think this might just be specific to Jehovah's Witnesses. I'm not too sure. Okay. They keep posting their Bible study. Like, it, stop. Oh, yeah. How are they going to knock on doors? How are the Jehovah's they Witnesses? They can't. And this was like this was their time to shine. They know everyone's home. <laughs> they know it. <laughs> <laughs> and yet they can't even. They can't go. Sad. It's very sad. Sad for them, man. It's sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel. I really feel for them. You know, all those door knockings. Maybe they should just. Um, <laughs> they should. You know what they should do? They should start playing online video games and then just randomly like. When there's like 30 people in a lobby, start like saying, can I spread the word? <laughs> can I spread the holy word, please? My mother will kill me if she hears this. <laughs> she would, she'd flip flop the shit out of me now. Look, everything spread is great. You know, you like to spread your Nutella. You like to spread Jehovah. It's, it's a perfect. <laughs> <laughs> spread your faith as thick as you would Nutella. Yeah, you are my bread, said Jehovah, as he spread his Nutella. <laughs> <laughs> oh god we are gonna get in trouble <laughs> yeah don't worry um yeah i don't even know i wouldn't even put my name on this this is um hopefully we don't have to, hopefully we don't do too many of these during lockdown um get out sorry someone's knocking on my door yeah that's probably jehovah <laughs> <laughs> He's probably like, you know, I've missed knocking on doors. Could you imagine he just starts knocking on doors inside his house because <laughs> he misses it so much? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. You never know. Well, on that merry note, maybe we should um, wrap things up. Yeah, yeah. Let's wrap things up. Um, I don't even know how long this is. It's like, I'm guessing under just under an hour or something, roughly. Yeah, we're currently at 46 minutes. Nice. Um, yeah, well, the longest phone call we've ever had. It, no, that's a lie. We we talk. That is a lie. We talk. We do talk. We do date. I night. say we talk. We live on two different time zones, but we do talk. Yeah, we live. Uh, yeah, we we live pretty close to each other. We live five minutes away from each other. Yeah, but this lockdown is something, right? Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, let's let's wrap it up. I mean, this is quite a random podcast. It's just the first time uh, we're going over it, so we're just talking about random stuff. I think as we go on, it'll evolve in terms of like maybe next week it'll be like completely different topics, different things going on. Um, and yeah. I actually we'll eventually get bored of talking about this. <laughs> yeah, and I actually weirdly think this will eventually get more interesting um, mm. as it goes on. Like I think people in twenty years will find this more interesting than people Probably. today yeah uh, which is a weird weird thought but yeah for sure but yeah cool all right well i'll love you and leave you yeah yeah this has been all right this has been it um we'll catch people next week i'm guessing um yeah yeah till then chill out stay at home bye hydrate exercise maintain. and don't forget to drink your whiskey yeah social distance and uh Believe in Jehovah. Good night.